Hello and welcome to Crosstalk with your hosts, Martha Lee and Anna May, a podcast dedicated to encouraging and pointing people to Christ, provoke you to find your calling in the Lord, brought to you by Cornerstone Ministries New Life Church. So join us on a journey to reaching the world for Christ, starting in our own backyard. So sit back, we hope you enjoy the podcast, and we pray it encourages and blesses you. Welcome to today's podcast. Today we're excited to have Marianne Harrison with us today. Welcome, Marianne. Hi, thank you for asking me. Thanks for coming on. And we're going to have Bill ask you the first question today. Amen. Okay. Here's our first question for you. When did you first get saved and where? And what brought you to the decision of accepting Jesus the Christ for your Savior? Amen. Um, yes. Well, I was exposed to church as a child. My brother was born in 1978, and my family got saved. I was five years old, and my family got saved through him, through his uh, sickness. Amen. And I was always exposed to church, and I gave my heart to the Lord as a child. Amen. But... I rebelled as a teenager and Amen. turned from Amen. God. I did not live for the Lord. Um, I gave mom and dad a fit, you could say, but um, 1991, I'll never forget it. I was married probably two months, and I was laying in my back bed, and I heard that for the first time in my life, I audibly heard the Lord's voice Amen. calling me to serve him. Amen. And at the time, I had no idea what I was in for. I really had no desire to be saved. I was living in the world and enjoying it. And I didn't really understand it. Even though I knew God and I knew the things of God, I didn't understand what was happening. But um, God knew. Amen. And God. Um, I was sheltered as a child. I was very, very sheltered. I grew up not having to worry about anything. But when the Lord called me, I Amen. immediately responded to yes not even knowing why I was saying yes. And when I responded yes, it Amen. caused a lot of conflict in my home because my husband wasn't saved, and Amen. he really wasn't too hyped on the idea of me getting saved. Amen. But um, I, it, with the, the second part of the question, what caused me to have the emption to do it was um, I always think about Pearl Harbor. Amen. Our country got attacked. Amen. Millions of young men after the attack volunteered to fight, not knowing what they were in for, but knowing what they loved was being attacked. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the place I was at in my life. I my know. mother was bound was by good. depression and there was a spirit of suicide in her family. Her father took his life from depression and my mother was very bound with Amen. depression, suicidal thoughts. And I knew, even though I didn't know how, I knew going to use me for her deliverance and Amen. i knew when god called me that night even though i was 17 a Amen. child i had no idea what i was in for and no idea what lied ahead of me i said yes to the call that moment on my bed and Amen. from that point on i've never looked back amen amen that's quite a testimony Amen. Um, the next question we're going to ask is, um, how did your ministry get started the prayer line the preaching the d2k how did it all come about? Um, the Lord kind of had me in boot camp for years, from 91 to about, I think it was 2013, when the Lord laid the prayer line on North Heart. But um, 
God called me into intercession at a young age. And my husband, like I said before, was not saved. So I was battling for him. I was battling for my mother's deliverance from depression. And through that, God taught me how to intercede. And me, Nora, and Mary, we are all first cousins, but we also grew up very close. Like we grew up like sisters. Mm -hmm. And they taught me how to pray. Nora and Mary taught me how to war in the spirit. They taught me how to pray. And they basically, I always give them the credit. They got me through those early years of my life when I thought I was going to lose my mind. When my husband was on drugs and alcohol and my mother was bound with depression, I some days didn't know if I was coming or going, but they taught me how spirit. So our ministry was kind of birthed. I guess you could say in the furnace of adversity in Nora's life and her personal life and Mary's personal life and in my personal life. And then God brought us together in the spirit in 2013, the Lord laid it on Nora's heart to start a prayer line. And we started with five women, three of them being me, Nora and Mary. And um, we started at 5 a.m. And it went from, five women at 5 a.m. to, I think we went to 200 women every morning at 5 Mm -hmm. Mm a.m. And from that, we went from prayer line to dress to kill. Um, The Lord birthed, I'll let Nora share more on that because that was her vision. The Lord birthed that vision in her to do dress to kill. And it looked impossible to us, dress to kill a prayer conference. It was something that had never been done or heard of. Mm-hmm. But because we had been in basic training all those years and because we had faced impossible situations before in our own personal lives, dress to kill really didn't scare us that much because we knew through that training that he was the God Amen. of the impossible. Amen. And it was through Praise my God. basic training with God that my ministry was birthed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise I was God. just writing that down through all the things, the training for years. That uh, then it didn't even seem like a big deal no more. That like that looked like a big deal, but it didn't after yeah. years of answering the call. On a personal yeah. note, for me, I mean, I know Mary Mullins for decades, and I remember meeting Nora in Delaware, and I knew you through your dad, mom, basically Marianne. But yeah, I was in a time a difficult time when you started the prayer life line uh, in my life, and. Uh, well, I heard about it, but I didn't know it was Mary, you, and Nora. I didn't know who it was. So yeah, right. I gets this number. Someone passed it around to me, and I calls in. I puts my phone on mute, and I'm listening to you, and you start praying. And and all at once, I hear a voice, and I said to myself, that's Mary Mullins. Do you ever have something, you know, Amen. and uh, I, I recognized her voice, and I began to pray there, and that was the start at that time, Marianne, for a, a healing in my life. And I know wow. I'm taking time. I don't mean to take your time. No, up. please do. But it, 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 it healed me. You didn't even know I was on the line. I never said anything. And I hung up within a month of that. We got in touch with one another. And that's when you come through and done the first at our We Rental uh, Ladies uh, Revival first yeah. back then. You remember? And yeah, I yes, wasn't I even aware of all that. And that was God moving. And that's how God, you think you're just doing something uh, maybe insignificant or something, which that wasn't. But you might think that 
and it touched my life and it touched our ministry yeah. here in Arizona. Amen. You know? Amen. Amen. Praise God. That, I love to hear stuff like that. With that said, uh, this is the time when we want to let you uh, talk on a personal note. Anything you feel like you want to share or anything that you want to express to us? Uh, yes, I want to express these podcasts are a blessing. And it's just like when we done the prayer line, you know, we started it not knowing the impact that it was going to have on people. And just what you said, that kind of testimony kind of makes me tear up because that's why we do what we do. That's it. I, um, you know, it's like if, if I had, if I was drowning and I had a life preserver and I got into the boat using the life preserver and I seen somebody else drown and I want to throw them the life preserver because I want them to make it too. And that's how I feel about in the spirit. I had a mountain I was looking at. My mother was bound and addicted and my husband was bound and addicted. My mom had suicidal thoughts. My husband was on drugs and alcohol and his father before him had alcoholism. And I was facing a lot of battles that to man's eyes looked hopeless. Amen. And there were times in my life I did feel hopeless, and I did feel like I was drowning beneath my circumstances. Amen. But when Nora and Mary come behind me, and, and like Aaron and her, and, and girded up my arms Amen. when Moses was in the battle, and they held up his arms, he was winning the battle. Well, when Nora and Mary would come behind me spiritually and, and strengthen me and, and give me a fresh win, it basically, it, it literally saved my life, I should say. Amen. Amen. And that's what I want. I do what I do. I know I have tools that God has given me. He has taught me how to pray effectively. That's Amen. what our ministry is based upon, teaching people how to pray effectively. Amen. And that is what I want to give people. I want to give people hope. I want to let people know that it's not too late, that God is still able. And there were situations and circumstances I was looking at that I had people. I did have people look me right in the face and tell me just to give up. They were a lost cause that all I was doing was killing myself, fasting and praying. And in their eyes, they just seemed, you know, impossible. Amen. But I knew what God had told me. And I, it was such a supernatural moment on that bed that night that I, I knew God had called me. I can't, I couldn't even explain it. And when my husband would argue with me and say, why are you doing this? Why? I couldn't even give him a reason why. I didn't know why I heeded the call. I didn't know why I said yes. I didn't know why I was causing conflict in my home. But all I knew was God called me. And mm-hmm. the years that I spent in warfare, the years that I spent in basic training, the years that I spent praying and in my word just drew me closer to him and made me fall in love with him even more. Mm-hmm. And now I can say 32 years serving God. I love him more today Amen. than I did yesterday. Amen. He is Amen. a good good father. Amen. And when Amen. I hear testimonies of women or even men that's come up to me and said, my wife came to dress to kill and her life was changed forever. When I hear things like that, all glory to God, nothing to do with us, but all glory to God. It, it, it impacts me in a way that I never thought possible. It just blows my mind that God would think enough of me to use me to do such a work. And it's the same thing with this podcast. You don't realize when you first start the impact you're going to have on maybe somebody having a day that they feel like giving up and they put this on and they listen to somebody saying, listen, you're going to make it. It's going to be all right. I went through it and I came out on the other side. You're going to make it. And people hear that. And it's a life preserver. It brings them in. They're, They're drowned and out underneath their circumstances. But they hear somebody say, 
I made it, you're going to make it. Amen. And they hear a Amen. testimony. They hear an encouraging word and all. that's all they need. Sometimes that's all you need is Amen. one encouraging word Amen. to get through the day. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Marianne, is there anything uh, you'd like to share with within your time serving God, your ministry, whatever? Uh, it don't have to be personal. It can be worse. God did something, you know, because we started out with how we got here, the 70s and the supernatural move of God back then. But we have a supernatural move now. And is there something yes. like that you'd like to share or a few things or whatever God lays in your heart? Yeah, well, he's done so much for me. I could probably take up hours just saying what he's done for me. But, um, you know, with with my husband, everything I minister, usually when I minister, it's always personal because I always minister. I'm very transparent and I minister on everything God has done in my life. But my husband was um, not only bound by drugs and alcohol, but he was bound by anger and hatred. He um, was 15 years old, and his mother took a massive heart attack and died in his arms. And um, him and his brother tried to give her CPR and, and tried to, you know, help her, and, and was unsuccessful. The Lord took her home that night. And it caused something in my husband's heart to turn Amen. on God. And he was, just, he was just an angry, bitter person. And um, I would try, I would pray, and I would say, God, I— We'd get to church and maybe there'd be a revival going on and, and you know, things the, the spirit of the Lord literally bouncing off the walls. And I would think to myself, this is the time he's going to get saved tonight. He's gonna, and he wouldn't go up to the altar. He would end up walking out and I would be so disheartened. And, and I, for year, 13 years, I kept praying and believing and trusting. And the supernatural thing, and it's so simple, that God done and that I want people to know is it wasn't in church. It wasn't at a revival. It wasn't at an altar. My husband picked up the word of God one day because Amen. our pastor asked him to be the Sunday school teacher, even though she knew he was in, he was a varmint, that's to say, she knew God was calling him. And she said to him, would you be our Sunday school teacher? And he, so he didn't look like a fool. We had no lessons. He took the Bible. He had never opened it before. And he went home and started studying the word of God to get a lesson together. Amen. And sitting at my kitchen table, the spirit of God transformed him by reading the word and saved him. He Amen. gave his heart to the Lord at my kitchen table, reading the word of God. Amen. Amen. So supernatural to me is how supernatural the word of God is and Amen. how important, you know, when we pray, when I pray, I use the word of God because Amen. that's what Jesus combated the enemy with Amen. on the mountain. When he came Amen. to him in the wilderness, he said, it is written. So Amen. the word of God is supernatural. It literally transformed my husband's life. He gave his heart to the Lord at the table reading the word of God and he's never been the same since he's Amen. delivered, set Amen. free and a mighty man of God. And Amen. supernatural saving my children when they were rebellious in 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 the world and my seventeen year old boy at the time, he was seventeen, tried to take his life. He was gonna jump off of a bridge into oncoming traffic. And the spirit of God literally translated him from that bridge to his bed to this day. He does not remember getting back in his truck and driving himself home. He just remembers calling my nephew and saying, I want to kill myself tonight. And he was hanging over a bridge. God supernaturally saved my child's life. Why? I don't know. Because I don't deserve his mercy and his grace. But I do know that God, everything about God 
is supernatural. Amen. Everything Amen. he's done in Amen. my life Amen. is supernatural. From the calling of 17 years old until I'm getting ready to turn 50 in November, Amen. he has done so many things in my life, in my children's life, in my husband's life, in my mother. My mother's set free. My mother's been set free from depression Amen. Um, Amen. and delivered. He's just, he's done so much for me. I could, I could spend the whole day thanking him. Amen. 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 Do you have anything you want to add, Bill? Yes, I do want to add something. I was reading John sixteen thirteen while you was talking. And this is what the Lord showed me that he showed you. It says, however, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will wow. not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, your prayers. He will speak and he will tell you things to come. And I believe wow. that night when you prayed and the Spirit came to you and he started working on you, that your prayers, he was hearing them and he was answering them for you and he led you through all them years and all them tough times, but you knew that Lord, the Lord had told you this would all come. And you walk wow. by faith and not by sight of what the Lord was showing you. And this is what, all the time you were speaking, I was reading this piece of scripture. Praise God. And all I could do was picture you going through these times with your mother, your husband, your family, and how the word of God, which you said is where you go, is to the written word, how the word yes. of God accomplished what he told you when he come in the spirit from that amen. night. Amen. amen. Wow. So praise, praise God. the name of the amen. Lord. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's a good God, and he does everything yes, he because he loves us before we ever knew him. Amen. 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 So amen. That's, that's why right. the baby was taken care of on the wreck because yes. he loved you and the child. Amen. 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 Yes, this is he what does. it is. Yes, he's a, he's a good Praise God. God. Amen. Amen. I was just I thinking, always say I wouldn't trade it for the world. I wouldn't go back there for nothing, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. No, my training. Amen. No. Amen. <laughs> if you ain't down, you can never get up. Amen. Well, I was That's just right. thinking what Anna Mae said uh, when she got on the, the prayer line and was listening to the women praying and stuff. Uh, I never did get on it. I was, uh, at the time, not really interested in the things of god to be honest with you my girls would get on it though and uh yeah. they was uh mom you should listen to this and you should listen to these people all get on and pray and stuff and i was so oh, that's nice that's good and uh then we used to come to town when anna may said that time used to come out and when we was in the wee rental building and stuff and the girls was yeah. uh these prayer women's coming mom you want to go see them we was listening to them and, we, <laughs> and they get on here and they pray like really good and you better come and so i come because i wasn't much to go really much to a whole lot of things at that point in life i was going through one of those angry seasons and uh yeah. And that prayer line made a difference in a lot of people's life. It did. It did. It made a big difference. So I just wanted to let you know that too. Well, Marianne, if you don't have nothing else uh, on your heart, if do you have anything else you want to share? Um, that's it. I just I thank you for asking me, and you know how we feel about new life. You are like we call it our West Campus, our West Coast Campus. <laughs> we love you guys out there, and we feel like your family. And I appreciate the opportunity to do this anytime I can do anything or speak 
or give him glory. Well, you I'm just all opened about the that, door, and I appreciate you doing that. <laughs> you just opened the door. You yeah, might you want don't to even close. know. <laughs> we love our East Coast family yes. too. We love our yeah. East Coast family. Well, thank you for coming on. We love you, Marianne, and Amen. I love you guys. Love you, Marianne. God bless. God bless. Thank you very much. Bye. God Bye. bless. Bye. Well. That's our podcast for this week. We hope you enjoyed it and was encouraged. Please follow us on Spotify for new episodes every week. If you download the Spotify app, which is free, it makes it much easier to find us. We'll be posting the link each week on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you, and may you grow in His Word and Spirit. God bless.